0: Before we jump in today's Perimenopause Menopause Power podcast, we want to remind our Melbourne listeners that we are hosting a beautiful retreat at our very own wellness hub in East Kielor, northwest of Melbourne. This is our holistic, soulful styling retreat. And we have got the wonderful Jane Vandermeer, who has been on our podcast previously, coming in to talk to you about your styling, helping to, Learn to style yourself from inside out, outside in, whilst I will be guiding you in mindful meditations, allowing you to come home to yourself, and Lisa's going to be giving a beautiful cooking demonstration. We'll provide details on how you can book for this retreat in the show links. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Nat. How are we? I am good. How are you? I'm pretty good, Nat. That's great to hear. We're at the tail end of school holidays here in Melbourne, aren't we?
1: Ah, We are, yes, and they have gone pretty quickly, but we've all had a lovely time. We've had fantastic weather, so we've all been very lucky. And, uh,
0: bring on coming back to school, though.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it is always nice to get back into a routine. I find getting out of it does throw me a little. It takes me a little while to get back in. So you just uh, you sort of get some runs on the board and then you have to stop.
0: Yeah, it's definitely that routine. Like I definitely see that with my daughter. It's just that having a pretty rigid routine that you know what time you get up, you go to school, you come home, you do your activities, dinner, bed. And I know it can sound a little bit monotonous, but humans, we thrive mm-hmm. on routine. We thrive on that, that similar behaviour, don't we?
1: Absolutely. Well, when my boys say, I can't find such and such, I say, well, you've got to follow a routine. You've got to put it back where you found it. Mm-hmm. And it does work one simple example.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that sort of really sets the tone for today's episode where we're going to have a talk about really developing and using what we've coined the menopause mindset.
1: Yeah, really important. I think, you know, you and I were having a chat about this through the week and I think there's some really good pointers from today that our listeners will love to hear about.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I just wanted to start off by quoting Libby Weaver I was listening to her on another podcast actually and I just loved what she shared about menopause and you know the fact and we've spoken about it before too that this is a very natural normal phase of life that every woman will go through but suffering through the transition suffering with the symptoms is not okay no And and they were her words
1: yeah and I think natural is very much what would you say natural and what was the other word normal yes sorry a bit of brain fog there um natural and normal is something that we need to we almost need to embrace it don't we because you know we've embraced other parts of our life where we go through puberty we go through our reproductive stage you know these are all the norms that we know that are going to have but unfortunately we're not educated from a point of view with menopause to also know that that's a natural normal stage that we go through and then it, it you know for so many women it goes bang it hits you and it's like oh my god what do i do now I, I don't you know there must be something wrong with me there's actually nothing wrong with you it's just normal and natural to be at that point in your life where your body tells you some different uh, messages and it's about having the tools to be able to navigate through to them
0: yeah definitely and being able to nurture that mindset a positive mindset Mm. even a growth mindset and i'll talk about that in a little bit you know is is really powerful and and i know you know we've had countless conversations we've spoken to other women too where you know women get to this phase of life and you know they almost feel like they're unrecognizable you know in mind and in body yeah you know like a flick flick of a switch
1: and it's quite scary i think too because you sort of go along You know your every day um you you have your normal routine and then things throw you out and you don't know how to manage it either and i think the mindset around accepting what's happening which we'll speak about obviously is really key here
0: Mm. and i just want to preface it to that you know when we talk about a positive mindset or you know embracing it with acceptance and surrendering to it It doesn't mean that I guess we're negating the difficult side of it because you know it, it is a challenging time. But I guess what we really want to hone in on is that you know we can still struggle and be well at the same time, absolutely, we can still be happy, we can still be healthy. And what we do and what we really advocate for is, as you said, building those internal resources around you know how to really. You know I guess be in that space of struggle but knowing that you're you know you're backing yourself as well yeah
1: yeah and that's really really important unfortunately it, it is a change I think for a lot of women because we go 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 and we we can normally we're at an age where we know how to deal with things you know it's like and this is like comes out and you think oh my god I'm a little bit sort of at of out of my limits here or out of my norm here how do I navigate this through how do i actually work with it um because normally i can just i can just do everything i can fix it as you know as mums as women we're really big into fixing it for everyone else but when it comes to ourselves it's like oh my goodness what do i do mm. yeah yeah
0: no no very true and i guess if we can move on to yeah that that mindset that growth mindset and if anyone isn't familiar with that growth mindset What we talk about, and I guess a lot of the research is around, you know, looking at situations that we're in or things that are challenging as learning opportunities. Mm. So for majority of society, we all have a fixed mindset that, you know, well, I've always done it this way, or it's always been this way, there's no way that I could really change it, you know, or or make a difference. Mm. Growth mindset is really opening our horizons and opening up our perspective to look at things with, okay, what can I explore to do things differently? What can I look at to possibly change? And how can I learn from this situation? You know, I think when we go through change in life, and particularly when it comes to health and well being and these, you know, very pivotal life stages, we can look back on past stages and say, well, you know what? I was I was in that phase. I was really struggling, but these are the things that I did, and I came through it, you know, the other side. So we have a lifetime of experience behind us, whether we realise it or not.
1: Yeah, we almost need to pick that up, don't we, Nat, and actually put it into this stage of your life. And I, you know, and that probably it's a really good point. You know, we may not actually concur the two together that what we've done previously has worked, but hey, you know what? That can work in this in this situation mm. as well really good point yeah definitely
0: and it's that whole self-efficacy you know looking at that yeah you know I've I've survived that and I've tried this and this is what worked for me and you know what I'm ready to explore and see maybe this might work for me now but if it doesn't I'm prepared to look at something Mm. else as well and you know it takes time to develop that growth mindset and it's really just trying to stick fat with it you know it's whenever we have to try and make a change in life and particularly you know for ourselves it's tricky it takes time yeah. as they say rome wasn't built
1: you know in a day no unfortunately we live in this fast-paced uh, society that we think that you know things need to be fixed straight away so it's also that mindset around you know just give yourself time be patient um and i do this a lot with um uh, with my food coaching with clients that you know we we want that weight management change for instance really quickly but you know when you actually give it time it actually does come and you learn a whole lot of new habits in the process and it is quite habitual isn't it mm. it's, a, it's a change around some of the habits that you um, that you have developed over you know whatever mm. space of time
0: it is and you know again as we talk through our coaching we always advocate for incremental steps absolutely so I'm very big on you know if you've only got five minutes to exercise or five minutes to meditate you know, work with that, start with where you are. And it's really just that process of embedding that into your routine. Because as you do it more, you start to realize, actually, you know what? I could probably stretch that out to 15 Mm, minutes. mm. Or if I look at my time, maybe I can fit in half an hour here or an hour here. And that's where that growth mindset is really powerful because it, it brings us into, okay, what is possible? And I'm about to give this a go and whether it works or not, I can still look at that and say, "I've I've learned. I've learned something new about myself."
1: Do you know? And as you were just talking that through in my mind, I'm thinking we've got this whole philosophy around going big. You know, we do everything big, and do full. You know, do everything full on. But in fact, if we broke things up more, as we do in our coaching, you actually get to where you want to. It's like the snail and the hare, isn't it? Like you know, um, is it the snail? No. What's that book? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, the fox and the hare or uh, no, the turtle and the fox. I can't remember. But anyway, you know, the fox goes really quickly, but the turtle gets to the finish line as well. So it's, you know, breaking it up can certainly make a big difference with that mindset at this stage of life.
0: It it really is. You're, You're so spot on. It is about those habits. And I guess that brings me into the next point around, you know, when we are making change, you know, we're then faced with that inner critic
1: yeah bloody inner critic
0: <laughs> <They laughs> gets you hear, every time <laughs> and don't we hear so often about you know the amount of times that clients that we've worked with they want to go and do something they try it mm. and then you know the the voice inside their head says no way you can't do that and and i know you've shared that that's very prominent yes. during perimenopause
1: absolutely it is and you know there was an example i was at at international Day lunch a few weeks ago and there was an example there that the speaker was talking about how women look at job advertisements and they um, they sort of say, "Oh, I can't do that," and "I can't do that," and "I can't do that." I'm not going to apply for the job. And then men look at the same advertisement and go, "Oh, I can't do that," but you know, "I can do that." Oh, you know, I'm going to apply anyway because I'll learn it on the job. But our win, our inner critic in that example has said, "No, nah, don't apply for it. You can't do it. You're not good enough." Which is so wrong because you know, going into a new job, for example, is one of those experiences where you, you want to be learning. You don't want to go into everything knowing how to do it. do. Um, and that's the same at this point in life that um, you just got to work through it and not let that inner critic get the better of you to say that, you know, you're not good enough or you can't do this or you can't do that. Um, and you need to accept it and tell it to bugger off.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, Again, when we come into perimenopause, you know we've never been there before. We've never been in that phase of life. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can learn from experience of others, and we can connect, and that's you know having that supportive community is really important. But we've never been there, and we need to really just you know
1: cut ourselves some slack. Yeah, we need to accept that, don't we? Yeah. And then just you know, like you've done everything else, where you don't know. Mm. It's funny because you use these skills in other parts of your life where you don't know something you think okay well i'll i'll i'm gonna learn it or you know whether it be a job whatever but we're not transferring that same thought process into reaching perimenopause and menopause so it's the same thing you you actually can do it maybe it hasn't um occurred to you that you are doing it but you know and that's the inner critic yeah no actually i can do this i know Mm -hmm. that i've done it because of xyz yeah for sure
0: and i just want to give a little bit of context around
1: what that inner critic
0: is mm. and, and who that is in, is it in our mind and and really you know that voice that we are all so familiar with is our brain trying to protect us so when we think about our brain our brain is actually quite a lazy organ in the sense that you know it always defaults to thinking and to actions that we've always done mm. and when it detects that we are perhaps going to step out of our comfort zone or we're doing something new or we're putting ourselves out for something that we've never done before the voice in our head comes in and says no you can't do that and that's because the brain is you know trying to protect us mm-hmm. that is its main purpose is trying to protect us and so what i always say when it comes to the inner critic or the voices in our head is to really decipher those thoughts so look at what the what the thoughts are that you're having are they your thoughts just because we're having that thought within our mind it doesn't mean that it's our thought and what i mean by that is you know perhaps we've had conversations with other people who have said things to us is
1: that influence yes, it? yes yes yeah. maybe
0: they've put us down or yeah. perhaps you know we've we've tried something and it hasn't worked before so is that thought your thought mm. if it is your thought how can we then flick the switch on that and look at it from a different perspective and say no you know what and we've spoken about values before in our podcast coming back and saying and if we look at perimenopause and look at you know my health and you know showing up as a person I want to show up as is important to me Mm. so yes I can see this thought but this is more important to me, and I'm going to go ahead and do this thing I'm going to do because it aligns so deeply with you know that value of health and 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 feeling good. Yep. So there is actually fantastic evidence proving that we can create new neural pathways in our brain. But what it does is it takes action, right? And this is where those incremental actions come in, you know, nurturing that growth mindset and actually exploring learning and what is possible for us. And eventually over time we create new pathways in our brain, and that then becomes, you know, part of our default thinking or our default action. You know, we start to negate those things that didn't serve us, that mm. our brain was always trying to protect us. Well,
1: that's so special. That's awesome.
0: It is, it's mm. fascinating. And I could talk about the brain forever and a day, but you know, it's very powerful to understand, you know, firstly thoughts, and I might have shared this equation before, but Our thoughts equal our feelings which equal our actions and we've always got to come back to you know what we value um, looking at our situation determining that yes this is important to me and yeah I see you thought but you're not making me feel how I want to feel Mm. you're also stopping me from taking the action that I want to take and I'm gonna go for it anyway
1: yeah It'd be interesting oh i wish the listeners could put their hand up and actually uh tell us how um how they feel about listening to that because i suspect there's probably we, we dismiss those thoughts because of the habits that we you know that we fly with day in day out and you know knowing that you can actually change your habits is really powerful because you know you probably get to a point in your life especially when you get to perimenopause uh you know you sort of think oh, i've been doing it the same way for so long why isn't it working for me and the I mean the evidence is out there to so, say, you know it is a different time of your life and what's been serving you previously may no longer serve you as well and so there needs to be a, a habit change in how you look after yourself and women need to be more accepting of that and it's nothing wrong with it it's not selfish it's really just showing themselves some self-love and self-care to move forward with that mm,
0: yeah for sure and again you know if we change our perspective around change and actually appreciate that, you know, change is really the only constant that we have. Mm. Every day, something is changing. That's right. And you're right that, you know, what has worked for us in the past isn't gonna work for us today, especially in the phase of perimenopause mm. because it's a, it's a phase of transition, isn't it? We're That's transforming right. into that next phase of life. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. So just coming back to the inner critic and I just wanna give, you know, one food for thought. You know, next time that that inner critic comes into your mind, have a look at it and think about, okay, how can I actually turn this into my inner strength or I've heard others share inner mentor.
1: Mm. You know,
0: how can I use this thought for positive? And again, this is is exploring and nurturing that growth mindset that we can all tap into how can you use that for strength and you know see it and say great you're there but i'm going to do it anyway and i'm going to prove to myself that i can do it anyway
1: and and that can you we could also flip that too couldn't we because you know if you find yourself in a situation where you might reflect on it later on you think you know i'm actually not not so happy about how i've handled that because it didn't serve me and so it's an element of looking at that and saying well what would i do differently next time or you know what small change might i make um so there's a benefit in that too isn't there oh
0: yeah yeah definitely and that's where we do most of our learning correct you know we have and i use the example of you know maybe times where we've been angry and we've flown off the handle Mm. you know and that's always perhaps been our default response and, when, and this is where mindfulness is really powerful because we start to tune into the triggers that really you know initiate that response that, that angry response. And when we are mindful we actually feel the trigger or the sensation in our body before we actually respond yeah and so you know this is a skill being able to tune into our um, emotions and, and that's the emotional intelligence work that we do as well and but you know we'll have that experience we fly off the handle. When we're mindful and we're tuned into our body, we can actually say, "Okay, I didn't want to do that. This is my default thinking. This is my default action. Okay, I'm not going to berate myself that this is what I did, but now I'm going to learn from it. That's right. And next time, I'm not going to respond that way. So you do a lot of self talking. You do a lot of you know that that's that self awareness, that self reflective, self regulation piece as well, um, and that's all part of it. You know, and, and we learn from action mm. and if we haven't taken the action that we want to take, okay, let's dust that off as, you know, something I didn't want to do. Let's move on and next time this comes up, this is how I'm going to respond.
1: Yeah, because it's so easy to go on autopilot, isn't it? Mm. Yep. Rather than do the, and, and stop, so it's that mindful versus mm. that autopilot, which I know where I'd rather be. Mm.
0: Yeah, it is. It's it's just, you know, our brains haven't evolved over generations over generations Mm. it's always just that you know auto default thinking autopilot correct action but the beauty is is that we can change it and it's important to note that you know behavior change is a skill and like everything else we have to work at it Mm. and so we might fall off the wagon one time but that's okay we just keep getting ourselves back up again and you know it's it's through our resilience it's through reflection on you know past experiences where we've had to you know keep pushing forward and and see what we're capable of we use that that to move forward
1: and I like that analogy too about falling off the wagon because you often find um, a lot of women feel they've fallen off the wagon they think oh it's all gone to waste I'm not going to keep going but you know I'd really uh, um, encourage our listeners to say okay I've fallen off and I'm going to get back on again and however that might look but don't sort of you know hit a brick wall and think okay that's enough i can't do this anymore so you can it's just you know it's like you know from a an eating perspective you might sort of be you know taking dairy and wheat out of your diet for instance and then you have one day where you've you know you've been out and you've put them back in for whatever reason and so that's okay you the next day you start back to where you are so you mm-hmm. know I think that auto that falling off the wagon thing is really important to mm. um, understand as well.
0: Yeah, and and that eases the inner critic as well. It
1: does. It makes it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Don't go. Don't go hard on yourself. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and
0: we're only human, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's always a work in progress, isn't it? We don't yeah. really get to a point where oh, we're ever so perfect, and you know, like all through life, um, you have always got these challenges, and you've always got these little habitual changes that that come about for the better of you, and I think um you know we should probably recognize that we don't have to get to a point where it's 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 going to be perfect and just accept that sometimes things don't go that way as well
0: Mm, yep no definitely well, I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. This is a very um, passionate topic of mine. I do love yes. supporting people around mindset and, you know, tuning into their body. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you. What are some of the things that your inner critic says to you? And, and if you do turn your inner critic into that inner power or inner strength, mm. you know, let us know. How has it served you? And, and how could this serve you as you transition through this phase of perimenopause and beyond? Good chat, Matt. Likewise, Lise.